is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing? How are you out there on a Thursday? Today is the, what's today, the 27th? October 27, 2022. What's going on out there in your world? On today's show, on today's program, we're going to talk a little uh, uh, story time Thursday, right? Every Thursday for at least the next week, maybe two, until we switch things up. A little story time. So I'll talk about something that actually happened to me today, something you need to be aware of. And then we're going to talk about social media. Okay, there's been more and more influencers, more and more people getting involved in the world of sports betting on social media. So I've just seen some things lately that I think are important to bring up. So we'll get into all that on today's podcast. Uh, remember, if you want to bet games VIG free, okay, make the same bets you're making now, just without the VIG, you've got to check out Better Edge. B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports better, edge.com. What you can do there is, uh, like I said, get rid of the minus 110. And it's amazing how much more of an advantage that gives the player. Let's look at it this way. Everyone in the world, pretty much, who's not a professional who's betting sports is going to lose money in the long run. If, though, you bet with better edge, you get rid of the risk, essentially you're going to bet risk-free. Now, you're not going to win long run, but you're not going to lose money. It's a fun way to bet. Make sure that you're not wasting money. I mean, the household has been outrageous lately from some of the numbers. Do yourself a favor. Start betting VIG-free. BetterEdge.com. Put in promo code SBD for a free 20 bucks. There's, you don't have to deposit anything. They'll give you a free 20 bucks so you can start betting VIG-free yourself. Better Edge promo code SBD. And so before we get into some social media stuff, let's just talk about uh, my story. Okay, a little story time Thursday. These are going to end soon. I'm probably going to start doing an NHL show on Thursdays. But uh, either way, uh, I have a, a pretty interesting story about something that just happened to me literally about 20 minutes ago. So um, I got, I'm entering the weekend or entering Friday, which is getting ready for the weekend. You're making all the weekend picks that I haven't made yet and just sort of isol- or, or, uh, uh, solidifying everything for the weekend. So what I do, it's kind of part of my routine. Every Thursday, I go through and see any emails I've gotten in the last couple of days for deposit matches, deposit bonuses, free bets, things like that. And I'm noticing a pretty shitty trend. A lot of those emails are turning into parlay boosts. And my guess is because they're being used, but I digress. So I look for bonuses and free bets, things like that. It's just part of what I do. You know, I got to take advantage of that stuff. So I had an offer today from PointsBet. Uh, PointsBet had a 100% deposit match up to $100, okay? So you put in 100, they give you 100 back in free bets. They've had this offer before. They offer it every couple weeks. I think PointsBet does a pretty good job with the promotions. There's only one issue, okay? They didn't do a good job of fulfilling the promotion today. Now, I'm going to be very, very clear about this. I am 100% correct that everything I'm about to say is true, okay? So there's not like a chance that I messed something up or that it was on my end. I have done hundreds, if not approaching in the thousands of like these kind of transactions. I know what to look for. I actually always read the terms and conditions and make sure I know what I'm getting myself into. So before I before you even start, I'm gonna stop you with, well, Tyler, did you check this? Did you check that? Did you make sure the email said this? What if it was that? I knew what I was doing. I know what it was. It was a 100% deposit match, $100 in the free bets. Okay, I knew what I was doing here. So I went to PointsBet through the email. What I did was I clicked on the email that they'd sent me. And actually, maybe I can pull the email up just to be 100% correct here with this. Points bet. Okay, so I'm pulling the email up right now. Here it is, 100% deposit match. And it said 100% deposit match up to $100. Must use code NBA100. 
Okay, so that's important here. Well, when you just go up through the normal website, there's a little, or when you go through the, the points bet website and you're depositing, there's an area where you can put the promo code. I'll actually pull it up right now. It says, it asks you specifically, you click, you uh, click on a button that says, have a promo code, question mark. And so if you're depositing the normal way, you put in promo code NBA100, okay? Well, what happened was I clicked on the email, deposit now, and it took me over to the deposit section. And what happened was in the deposit section, I clicked on have a promo code and it had already put NBA 100 in there for me. And sometimes what happens is you have to write it yourself or you can, I wanted to personally just erase it and write it myself. But what happened was I put the mouse over the NBA 100 and up popped up, you know, a little circle with the dash through it, which means you can't click on this. That's what came up. So I thought, okay, perfect. The NBA 100 promo code is already put in there because I clicked the email. I double checked to make sure it was there. So that's that's my opinion, doing it two ways the right way, right? You, I clicked the email, so I got there through the email. And then I, uh, like I said, I, I once I got to the actual landing page for the deposit, I checked to make sure the promo code was there, okay? So I double checked it. Well, guess what? They didn't put the fucking bonus in there. So I had to get on the, the support, the live chat, and I'm talking to somebody. And they said, well, sir, you didn't put in the promo code. And it was just like, are you kidding me? You know, and I didn't, I didn't yell or anything like that, but I knew that that was wrong. And so actually, we ended up getting it taken care of. They bonused me 100 bucks without using the promo code. But I kind of felt like at the end, I wanted to be vindicated because I still felt like they thought I was some moron who did it the wrong way. Right, well, this another one of these, you know. He didn't put the promo code, and well, sir, if you put the promo code, it does it, right? So I knew that that's sort of like how they were looking at it, but there was nothing I could do to convince him. So it's kind of funny. A kind of funny part of this is <laughs> I didn't really notice the irony until afterwards. But in the in the uh, live chat at the very end of it, after he'd give me the 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 free bet, I said, "Listen, his name was Barry." I said, "Listen, Barry, I just want to tell you what happened on my end, so maybe you guys can fix it in the future." And I laid it all out. And at the end of it, I go, uh, he goes, are you sure? If you usually put the promo code in, it works. I go, Barry, I would bet my life on it. And the funny thing is, Barry doesn't know me from anyone. And so 99.5% of their customers can't bet for shit. We've all talked about the numbers, seen the numbers of the households. So it's just funny that I was like, Barry, I'd bet my life on it. And Barry's probably sitting there thinking, dude, yeah, I bet you would. You're betting on, you know, you're losing a lot of money over here. <laughs> you know, like everyone is. So I just got that. It was funny. You know, they, they don't pull up, pull up your profile with that and all that stuff. So I just thought that was kind of funny. Like, Barry, I bet my life on it. I bet he's like, yeah, I bet you would. So anyway, the end of that story is I ended up getting the $100 uh, free bets. But it's very important that if you're out there and you have a question about a free bet or a deposit or a bonus or anything, make sure you're tracking stuff. Make sure you take screenshots. What I should have done is I should have honestly, I need to get in the habit of screen recording. Just every deposit I make, screen record on my phone, do it on my phone. That way, if there's any issues, I have that. If there's not an issue, which there's not most of the time, just delete it. Just delete that. There you go. No, don't worry about it. But I mean, after going through this again, look, let me tell you the reason why I kind of had this in the back of my head, this happens all the time. Now, I will say points bet is usually much better about this, but this happens all the time. Big books, small books, offshore books, independent bookies, you know, it, it, it's tough to make sure you're getting what's promised. And you know, the funny thing about this is the, these bookies are just getting filthy rich. They're taking advantage of people. They're making a bunch of money. And on the back end, they want to just 
you know, make sure that they nickel and dime you with this sort of stuff too. So either way, uh, that does it for the uh, story, a little deposit story there. And let's get to some social media stuff after I go check on my dog real quick. Give me a second here. Oh, she's all right. All right. Layla is good. Okay, so uh, social media stuff. I noticed uh, someone popping up a lot on, on my Twitter feed recently. His name is, and I may butcher this because I don't have it written down. I think it's like Trent Ataya or Ayata or something like that. Trent A. And he's popping up everywhere because he's got, uh, and you know what? Let's be factual here. Let's pull this guy up. I mean, I'm not trying to give anyone a commercial here on the show for free. Um, Trent, what did I say his name was? Ayata. All right. Um, all right. So what he is like branding himself as is the he's the founder of Book It HQ. Okay, and Book It HQ is quote the center of sports betting entertainment. And so I have a couple different things to say with this. Now, before we get into Trent himself, because that's the reason kind of why I brought this all up, is I've been noticing this being a trend lately. Okay, it started I would say like a year ago or so where you saw social media influencers getting involved with sports betting. And this generally, within the last year, came in the form of good-looking women who could easily be Instagram models who were hired by sports books or, sport or, or uh, betting companies to promote their company or, in hysterical cases, give picks. But that was sort of like the first wave, was the sexy Instagram model getting into it, and now other influencers are kind of jumping on the bandwagon. So I'm going to be dead honest about this whole thing, okay? I think, and I know that I'm harsh a lot of the times when I talk about other people in the industry or those people giving picks or claiming to be touts or giving advice, but I do want to be very honest with this. With the Instagram models or the the, the, the sexy people giving picks who I don't think were very good initially, or this guy who I talked about, Trent, I don't think they're good handicappers but I do think they're good at, at social media. I mean, I, I think they're great at marketing. I think they're great at promoting. And this guy, Trent, let's get back to him. He advertises himself as the sports, betting's, uh, sports betting gets social. Again, his company, the center of sports betting entertainment. Now, I haven't really done a whole deep dive on this guy. I don't know a whole lot about him. But my guess is, based on that verbiage, he's not claiming to be some professional sports better. He's not claiming to make a living doing this, paying the mortgage, paying the bills, and you're fading his or and you're you're playing his picks. He's just trying to make it more entertaining. And so I actually want to be, you know, you, you may have thought that I'm going to come in here and rip on the guy. I don't want to do that. I, don't, I want to stop kind of spreading all that negativity and that hate in the industry anyway. My whole point of this show and what I want to get across is the, is the correct information. So it's like, as long as you get that that's just entertainment, that's awesome. But the issue is where people like that start getting other people to follow them or even worse, start selling picks because the assumption from, let's say, an average sports better in a state that just got legalized, who really may not know a whole lot about the industry of sports betting, they may see this guy's videos or TikToks or YouTubes or whatever and think, hey, look it, he's got 150,000 followers. Let's follow his picks. That's where the issue comes in. And honestly, I mean, it's not my bank account, but I want that to be what this show is, right? Because each show is going to have its identity. And while I say it's okay for other people to do that, the identity of Sports Betting Daily is obviously a professional better who's been doing this for years, who knows the ins and outs of the industry talking truth. That's my only goal here. And my only real thing I have to fall back on is I'm always doing my best to tell the truth about this industry. Because there's a lot of people out there who are full of shit, 
right? I mean, they're, they're, when you think of people who sell picks or talk about sports gambling, you're, t- you're usually thinking shady characters, <laughs> you know? It's not always this. And people are lying and the touts. I mean, the 80s, when this started, you know, it was like thievery, you know? The lock of the week. We're beating the bookies. We're a guaranteed winner. If we're not winning three in a row tonight, we're refunding everything. It's like that's sort of like the residual effect of all that is now the social media stuff. But the issue, like I said, does become where people start to compare the way that these social media entertaining figures talk about sports betting. Um, this guy, Trent Atai, I think, I, uh, I'm just going to call him Trent, okay? Uh, I think he's a good example for this because he fits into the, in the category I'm talking about. He's posting bets all the time, posting things like, which it is kind of tongue-in-cheek, or uh, kind of funny when he's like posting at 6 a.m. If you're not working right now, you don't want it hard enough. Uh, someone, uh, one of the comments said, if you're not posting on Twitter every 20 minutes, you don't want it hard enough, <laughs> which is what I've always said, right? It's like, if you're a real better who's a winning sports better, you don't have time. You don't simply have enough time to be on social media tweeting, tweeting that much. But this guy, uh, Trent, he tweeted uh, a couple days ago, maybe last night. Hey guys, kind of going with my gut here. Don't fit, you know, don't feel too confident about it. We're just kind of rolling with, with some gut picks. And it's like, can you imagine someone who actually knew what they're talking about saying that? Or even let's relate it to the stock market, right? Hey guys, you know, no real thoughts on these companies. Just kind of felt X, Y, and Z, you know, don't put too much in it, but we're riding with them right now. And so that's to me why this sort of stuff sort of does bug me and why it makes me talk about it on my show just to educate my audience, right? Because again, who cares? It's entertainment. He's having fun, whatever. But just don't mistake people like that for true professionals who know what they're doing. I honestly, I know this is kind of a funny analogy, but I always use this analogy. It's like a group of surgeons, which is, you know, the, the professionals. Because what happens with, with Twitter is people like me who aren't on social media a ton, we see people on social media gambling Twitter, right? And it's just hysterical. It's entertainment. It's funny how wrong and how bad that info is. It's just a bunch of kids running around playing with toys they shouldn't be playing around with. And I always compare it to... It's like a bunch of surgeons watching uh, watching someone who's really good at the game of operation talk about how surgeries work. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, maybe he can tell you a lot about that or have some fun or dress it up, but are we really talking about the real world here? It's like you realize that's not reality. And same thing with these social media people. It's fun, it's entertaining, it's kind of, you know, it's cute, but... It's not profitable. It's not winning. And you know what? This trend guy, he's going to go 50-50, just like anyone in the world. And I actually did a fun experiment last year on the show uh, where, I, my, where my dog Layla picked some games, and she had like an 18-3 and three run, okay? Did we go open a TikTok account and start selling picks with Layla? No, of course not. Or giving picks away? Or, no. But that's the difference is everyone out there is going to go 50-50, most people, right? So this trend guy... A lot of people I saw were giving him shit. And that was sort of like my first instinct. I was like, oh God, what a hack, right? But I looked at the comments. I looked at all the negativity he was getting. And and that's where I sort of kind of softened up with this. I was like, people need to understand he's not claiming to be Billy Walters. He's just having some fun. He's just turning sports betting into a social media thing. And so when everyone on there is like, fade, 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 I'm fading this guy, fading this guy. You're going to be right 50% of the time if you fade him. You're going to be right 50% of the time if you bet on him. He's going to, I guarantee you, Trent is going to end up right around 50-50 for his social media career. Okay, he's doing a fun thing though. He's getting a lot of people involved. But again, the issue is that people may be listening. And let me give you an example. Trent, I'm on his uh, page right now. 
he's post he posts very uh negative ev plays like the reason why we talked about this last week the average household for sports betting should be four and a half percent if you're just betting singles no parlays no crazy stuff the house should hold four and a half percent well the house in in the second quarter of 2022 held an average of 25% across the country. Why? Because people are making crazy bets like parlays and, and first touchdown scores and all these wacky bets. And that's sort of what I'm seeing with 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 uh, Trent here, is he's making a lot of these four-pick parlays. He's making a lot of long shots. He's called it uh, Book It With Trent, the Thursday lay, right? He's just kind of dressing everything up. It, to make it fun, to make it different. But my point is here, it's certainly not profitable. And so, you know, it's 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 just, <laughs> he gave out Mike Evans' first touchdown tonight, plus 800. And I've done a whole goddamn commercial for this guy. So we're going to stop talking about it. But that's the issue. You, you know, you dress it up, it's fun. It's entertainment. It's pure entertainment. But don't take away that first touchdown score is a good bet. I promise you this. You're going to go broke betting first touchdown score, even if you hit it a lot. And the reason is they diminish how back you make, how much you make back for first uh, touchdown score, to the degree that it's it's totally worth it for them to offer every game, every touchdown. You know, let's just think of it this way: if you should make back a thousand dollars for that, they're going to pay you back maybe five hundred. So if you win. You're going to say, hey, hey, I won the bet. Look what it should be. If Mike Evans scores the first touchdown tonight, Trent is going to go post on social media, hey, eight to one, winners, cash it, huge win. But the reality is that bet probably should pay closer to 15 to one, if not 16 to one. And so they're giving you back half of what they should pay you. So if if you're still doing that, you're going to go broke over the long run. Let's use a quick analogy before we get out of here about that example. If we're flipping quarters and I give you a dollar every time it's heads, you give me a dollar every time it's tails, that's a fair game. It's a, it's a fair proposition. Well, what sports betting is, is every time it's heads, we pay them a dollar. Every time it's tails, they pay us back 95 cents. That's kind of the agreement everyone signs up to, or at least the average better when they're going to bet sports. When you bet first touchdown, that now reduces to when it's heads, I pay you a dollar. When it's tails, maybe, you know, or when it's heads, you pay me a dollar. When it's tails, I'll pay you back 55 cents. Okay, that's what I mean with this is, of course, if you win that 55 cents, you're going to be happy, but replay that scenario out in your head over and over. You're eventually going to go broke. Even if you hit that 50 cents 10 times in a row, you're eventually going to bleed out. That's how those first touchdown things work. And look, I didn't plan on going here with the first touchdown. It just kind of popped in my head because I read that that tweet from this guy a couple of hours ago, Mike Evans' first touchdown tonight. But that's my point there. I bet if you ask Trent how the math works with first touchdowns and all that, they wouldn't know a goddamn thing. The education's not there. So that's the point of today's show is I see things, if I'm being honest with this, I see a lot of very basic elementary things just like that go over the heads of a lot of these Twitter professionals or TikTok professionals. And my main message of today's show is understand the difference between a pro and an entertainer. They are wildly different in the world of sports betting. All right, that is it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on a Football Friday right here on Sports Betting Daily.